0: Ever since the dawn of time, there has been one universal truth in video games. If the game was based on a movie, it was going to be terrible. From the E.T. game that was so bad it was buried in the desert, to Total Recall making players wish they could visit Recall so that they could have their memories wiped. Movie games were downright painful. Then, at the beginning of the 16 bit era, a most unusual and unexpected thing occurred. A game on a movie was released, and it was good. And that game was Rambo 3. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Genesis Gems. I'm your host Derek Slayton, from The Video Game Archaeologist and with me as always is Nick and Rob. Guys, how are we doing tonight?
1: I'm doing well man, doing well. Finally we can get this episode recorded, man. I feel like we're cursed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm having a nice case of deja vu. <laughs>
1: That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the first time we went to record this episode, my the power went out of my house and then we went to re-record the Saturday after that. And then the internet connection was terrible, so here we are again. Hopefully, this one works.
0: Thanks
2: for jinxing us, there,
0: Rob. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> you sorry. You just couldn't leave it alone. It's like, all right, we're just gonna keep going, and oh, I know it. <laughs> uh, so Nick, how we doing tonight?
2: We're doing good. You know, this extra time of the delay gave me a good chance to up my high score, so I just submitted a new high score for Rambo kind of blew my old one out of the water so good Uh, luck catching that one he's overachiever
0: (laughs) i I guess we should just be thankful we we got we got two weeks on a good game and not something absolutely terrible Yeah. (laughs) so guys why don't we do some uh listener feedback uh nick why don't you start us off
2: absolutely herb jacobs says road rash yes skitchin also no country for the other road rash games either it's a gem And Bridget Stokes says, "Oh yeah! Recently started replaying this as a ROM.
1: Still awesome. For some reason, every time I think of this game, I also think of Soundgarden. I'm not sure why. Actually, I think I have an answer for you. I think the Soundgarden soundtrack was for the 3DO and the the
2: PlayStation version of Road Rash, so... It was that early 90s Soundgarden, like Rusty Cage type Soundgarden. Oh yeah, yeah. The good Good stuff. stuff.
0: And Wario Van Peebles, which, for the record, is the greatest name we have had on the show so far... (laughs) Says, I am the biggest fan of Road Rash on Saturn 3DO, prefer the Saturn version, and Skitchin is great. But 2 is by far the best version of Road Rash, the best gameplay graphics for sure. The first one is okay, and they're on the fence whether it's gem or junk.
2: I don't know, what do you guys think? Should that be considered a gem? I don't know. That's, you know, typical Wario coming into the world of Sega trying to mess it up. He's <laughs> trying to mess up Nintendo with Mario. Now he's trying to mess Sega up. I don't uh, know. <laughs> we'll call it
0: Cubic Zirconia and move on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> good deal. Good deal. RJ Domoko says, My favorite is Road Rash for the Saturn, but my stupid save card doesn't save my progress, which really stinks. After that, Road Rash 2 for Genesis. The PlayStation 3D one is okay, but nothing tops the Saturn version. The first one is okay. Let's see. Uh,
1: Mr. <laughs> Frumble, he says, I played a little bit of Road Rash within the within the last year or so, and remember my first impression being that the frame rate was awful, and it hadn't aged well. However, after a few minutes, I had adjusted to it, and it seemed fine. Um, I would say he considers that
2: a gem.
0: And Chris Sean Turner loved playing Road Rash back in the day. This is definitely a gem. Oh, that was
2: easy. <laughs> 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 All right. So and David Hodge says, Road Rash is definitely a gem. It's awesome to play today. Yep. That's a gem.
1: Definitely. Uh, Andy Layton, uh, our good friend. I think he's over on our uh, website now. Uh, he says Road Rash is a gem for sure. So that was another easy one.
2: Yeah, Andy's actually a guy I grew up with. He, uh, I went to school with Andy in grade school, middle school, and high school, yeah, we are the same age, graduated together. So it's real cool seeing Andy get involved in this. I actually saw him buying some retro games at a place I go to buy them. And uh, for the amount of games he was buying, I bet his collection blowing mine out of the water right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Andy. That's awesome.
0: And Tracer Evans says, I loved Road Rash. This was a diamond in the rough for sure.
2: Andy Curry says, this is one of my favorite Genesis games. It's a gem. And Cameron Gomez says Road Rash was
1: most certainly a gem.
0: And last but not least, Richard Caballero. Road Rash is a classic that never gets old. The 3DO version was the best in the series, but the original holds up very well. It's a gem.
1: So, Derek, uh, you know, do any of these uh, responses sway your decision from a few weeks ago about Road Rash? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man of his word
0: I, I have conviction
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I do want to mention one thing about Road Rash uh, is I found out that the last one they did was Jailbreak, Road Rash Jailbreak and I think that was for the Playstation 1 however a Kickstarter just, just um, was completed uh, and they found the funding, they're gonna make a new Road Rash game, and I think the same developer that did the originals is gonna be part of this one. So, I wow. saw yeah, I saw the trailer of it, I forget what it's supposed to be called, it's, to, it, you know, obviously it has the Road Rash title, but it's like Retribution or Retaliation or, or I don't, I forget what it is. In this one, you can have swords, and you can actually like slice your, oh. yeah. <laughs> slice your uh, racers in now, half it, and stuff. So it's it's not. Now,
0: quite. now, now, now see, I'm interested now. Let's, uh, what, what was this little you know punch? Just a little kick? No, I, I was promised warfare. I want warfare. <laughs> I, I'm really a very pacifist person, just so people know. And speaking of pacifism, let's talk about Rambo Three.
1: <laughs> oh, what a transition! Nice.
2: <laughs> he never draws first blood. He only fights back. The first time was for himself. The second time was for his country. This time... Rambo,
1: Something went wrong.
2: It's for his friend. Trumpman was a good
1: man, and I'm really very sorry. You're just leaving him? What do you expect us to do? Send in a Delta team? Create an international incident? What about me?
0: John Rambo.
1: You'll find
2: out. Who are you? The worst nightmare. Stallone. Rambo
1: 3. I'm sorry I got you in this, John. Never not. Released in
0: 1989, Rambo 3 puts you in control of Rambo as he rampages across Afghanistan with two goals in mind. One is to rescue his captured friend, Colonel Troutman, and the other is to single-handedly win the Cold War by killing every single Russian on the planet. Thanks to a magical machine gun that never runs out of bullets and a healthy dose of explosives, Rambo is very well equipped to succeed in his mission. The levels are broken down into two sections, a top-down run-and-gun section and a third-person duel with a giant Russian war machine. The run-and-gun section falls into one of two categories, either the standard get from point A to point B while killing everyone in your path, or a seek and destroy the enemy's weapon stashes before escaping. The real treat, however, is the third-person duels. Armed with only explosive-tipped arrows, Rambo has to bob and weave between the landscape as a Russian tank or chopper takes shots at him. These sections are a nice break to the action and give you a chance to really embrace the role of Rambo. All right, guys. So, what do we think of Rambo 3? Rob, why don't you start us off?
1: oh uh, well. At first, you know, when, when you said you know that we were going to do a game that's based on a movie, I wasn't too excited about it. I I really didn't know what it was going to be like, and I was definitely surprised at how fun of a game it is. And I actually did a little bit of research on the game, you know, just to kind of see what kind of reviews it had gotten back when it had come out in 1989. And man, every single review, this is kind of contrary to the Road Rash reviews that, uh, you know, most of the Road Rash reviews are positive but there were a few, you know, negative reviews. Well, this one, every single magazine score that I could find were positive reviews on the Genesis game. Um, like I saw, it says uh, Computer and Video Games Magazine giving an 85 out of 100, Joystick getting an 84, Megatech 79, Rays 80, Sega Power 80, Sega Pro 80, Power Play 78, Mean Machines 86. Uh, so I had actually looked at those first, and I was like, all right, this might actually be pretty good. So when I went to play it, I was very surprised. It it kind of reminds me of Contra, but like a Sega Genesis version of it. And and also, um, I didn't know that Rambo Three for the Genesis was an entirely different game than all the ports. You know, for say the uh, like I know they made one for the ZX Spectrum, the Commodore sixty four, the Amiga, the Atari ST. Uh, They even made a title arcade version of Rambo Three, which is they say very similar to the Akari Warriors.
2: But the Genesis 1 is entirely different from all of them, and
1: uh, it's very, very
2: good. Yeah, Rambo also took me off guard. Um, When I played it, I thought of one of my favorite NES games, which is Guerrilla War, is also a top-down shooter, but the cool thing about Rambo, um, as Derek even mentioned, it's not not just to go out and kill everybody type of game, and that that is a big part of it. But there's uh, search and uh, rescue missions, and then the uh, of course you have the uh, sometimes the end bosses where you're killing or uh, taking down a helicopter with uh, explosive bow and arrows. And uh, what's what's cool about this game, game is there's a there's also special uh, weapons you can use by hitting the uh, A button actually selects between a knife, a explosive bow and arrow, or, or a bomb and you can use those by hitting the B button, and of course C is your continuous, uh, your everlasting bullets, Um, and what's cool (laughs) about the bullets is, um, you know, you can hold it down and then run, and it shoots in a straight line, but if you're standing still and hold it down, he actually spreads it, which is a really cool uh, tactic if you're kind of trying to ease up into a group of enemies, and you just get behind something, and it'll kind of spread them all across them and kill them a lot faster, but uh, yeah, it's a a real cool game that way. You can uh, get more power-ups, and I found... Uh, get more arrows and bombs by stabbing people with that knife that seems to be the best way to do that and uh with with the uh, infinite uh continues you get you can just go through and just start stabbing everybody and keep powering up and you actually carry those over from each continue so it's a lot easier to beat the levels that <laughs> way <laughs> well and, you way know better. it's like
0: it, at the beginning of the the, the first level it's like i feel really bad for the poorly trained military people you're mowing down because it's like you know the the you take three steps and a truck comes up, and the guys just jump out to the exact same spot one at a time. So you can just stand there, stab them, pick up their stuff, tap your foot for a few seconds, stab the next guy. And then after the last guy jumps off, the truck driver's just like, all right, my job's done. We'll see you later, and just drives off.
2: That's when I usually blow up the truck as he drives off. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I'll well, kill yeah. all your you
2: guys one by one, and then blow you. You just up. picked
0: up 40 arrows. You got to use them. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. The more you stab people with your knife the higher uh, the more points you get so it actually helps you build up your high score too so it's kind of a nice little way to get power ups and they get a better high score well that, that's the only way you beat your original high score <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so we're all stabbing a bunch of guys yeah. <laughs> first stage and then sure your, your, your boss i'm gonna call them boss fights but uh when you're taking out the tank and the helicopters with the explosive bow and arrow it's a real cool uh, third person view um you got a it's all with the baronet error, of course, and you got to hold down the attack button and uh, try to shoot it before it shoots you, and you kind of you know, go left and right, try to dodge out of the way. Uh best part about the third-person view is right before he... You know, I, I know we're going to talk about this, but right before he actually starts shooting, he ties that uh, headband back, and you, know, you can see his <laughs> muscles flexing and everything. It's just this great cinematic thing. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
0: I'm sure that was strict contract negotiations. Like, okay, my, my muscles must flex at least three times in this game. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> Yeah, they had uh, Sylvester Stallone right next to the developers and be like, make sure my triceps look good.
2: (laughs) And they did, man. That was, you know, when I saw that, I I wanted to go work on my triceps. I was a little embarrassed. I was very jealous, yeah. (laughs) I know the wall
1: uh, that shoots at you, it reminds me of the uh, boss in the first level of Contra. You know, how you get to the very end, you see that giant wall, and there's like a couple soldiers standing at the top, and they're firing at you. And I remember, I think the wall itself, or the machine itself was firing at you, too. Uh, and I don't know, I just immediately thought of Contra when I had seen that. And then when you when you finally shoot through that wall, I, like uh, Nick said, that, that cutscene uh, for an early Genesis game, that was very cool looking. And, and uh, somebody commented on our Facebook page, you know, how the, the tanks and the Heinz, you know, they, they look really good, uh, you know, for, for an early Genesis game.
0: Yeah, for it being essentially a first generation Genesis game, I mean, it looks and sounds really good. Two fun notes on the game: uh, As soon as you start, after watching your your friend get captured by the Russians, uh, Red Foreman shows up from that '70s <laughs> show to say, "Hey, you have to go to Afghanistan." The other the other fun thing, and I even remember this from when I was a kid. And yes, I'm old, and I played this when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> not that I'm better. the the uh, The fourth mission, which seemed to be about as far as I was able to get you have to raid the enemy compound to blow up the the weapons catch to be able to cause a diversion. Well, I mean there's some choppers you can blow up, but one of the rooms you go into, there are five boxes of weapons that all have the Sega logo. So I, I, I even back then when I was, you know, eleven or twelve, just sitting there wondering, it's like why is Sega funding the Russians?
2: Yeah, I no- I noticed that too, and I was like, well, you know, I-, I know they're advertising and everything, but that just doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, my I love the second um, stage just for the fact that uh, yeah, you, you, know, you had to go find what was it, the secret agent you had to find, and. uh, you know, there, there, was, there was three uh, jail cells you had to go and no matter what order you went in you always had to find the third guy before it would let you exit the stage <laughs> and, I, and that was such a, a moment of intensity for me because as soon as I saved him he's like, you have two minutes to escape this dungeon or whatever he said yeah. and I was like, oh gosh, where's this exit? oh gosh so I actually died three or four times uh, <laughs> we had to replay that level and then I memorized where the exit was Yeah, I like how uh, you you
1: run into the guys in the cells and stuff, and like, oh, I'm not the secret agent. It's like, how do how do they know who you're looking for? It's like the the princess you're looking for is not in this (laughs) castle. Oh, sorry, wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another cool element about uh, uh, Rambo 3 is, you know, like you said, uh, the the time limit. That, and, and, and I like how the music changes and everything. Everything gets a lot more tense and stressful, you know, as you try to make your way out of uh, the, um, I guess it was the factory or whatever it was.
0: And, and I like how brave and selfless the, uh, the Russian soldiers are because... You know, before when you're you know just running about there's a handful of them but as soon as they find out the building's going to explode in 120 seconds they all just rush to the middle of it. I mean <laughs> that, that is commitment.
2: <laughs> and it's a nice change of pace cuz on stage 3 it's just like your goal is to kill all these guys. Go. <laughs> <laughs> that was they're probably my tra- favorite
0: stage. <laughs> they're just trying to make it like a Rambo film. And I mean, yeah. they're, they're, there's always a scene in a Rambo film, uh, as I'm sure Rob can attest since you just saw the latest one, that um, <laughs> at, at some point Rambo's just like, all right. Everybody's got to die.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that 50 caliber scene in the original, or I'm sorry, the newest one. Oh my goodness, uh, that that was disturbing. I, I have nightmares. I cried a little. <laughs> I may edit that out. Nah, keep that in there. Like you mentioned, uh, Derek, I I was you know I've never seen any of the other Rambo films, and uh, when I saw that that cut scene after um uh, I think the first stage, you know, with Red Form, I was like. I was looking. I was like, "That can't be him." Is that him? So, uh, sure enough, Red Foreman's in this game. I uh, I love the fact that you can blow up stuff with your crossbow. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, the second stage kind of reminded me of Gauntlet in a lot of ways. You know how you're kind of wandering around in almost a maze, trying to find the secret agents and stuff.
0: Rambo needs food. <laughs>
1: oh oh <laughs> i did take a note of this i love how you can uh you know set those bombs at, uh, on those towers and stuff and the guys you know once you blow up the tower the guys fall out i,
2: I love how stiffly they fall out they just kind of like real stiffly hit the ground yeah. and yeah. just immediately disappear doubles. and on to the guys in the towers was there any other way to kill them i couldn't that's the only way i could kill them was by putting the bomb by the yeah place. yeah so it's, it's just a bomb yeah i don't, okay. I don't think you okay. can actually shoot them yeah I was, going, I was feeling real dumb, that because that it took me a little while to figure out, okay, i just got to blow this thing up to get him down. Um, I, I think I made it up to, yeah, the last one I made it to was Mission 4. How far did you guys get? Yeah, the same. I uh, made it to the exit on Mission 4, but apparently I hadn't blown up all the weapons necessary to pass the stage. So on my way back, I got killed. And, oh. Yeah,
0: the, the last thing I did was blow up the big batch of Sega weapons. Which you know, <laughs> after you know, writing the Sega Master System Encyclopedia, buy my book. Um, <laughs> you can, sorry, you can edit that one. Out. <laughs> no, no way. No, after uh, after playing through the Sega Master System catalog, my only, my first thought with that playing it now was, oh, those are probably filled with elf cartridges. That's because <laughs> there, there is no deadlier weapon.
1: Oh, I know, just a an abomination of a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so, Derek, was this one of the first games you played for the Genesis?
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it was among the first. It was, um, cause, you know, Altered Beast, obviously. Uh, I think the first Christmas I got it, I got Altered Beast, uh, Last Battle, and Thunder Force 2. And I think this one came shortly after.
1: Well, I, I have to say, I'll just go ahead and give you my review now. I think this is indeed a gem. Uh, I didn't expect much out of this game. It took me by surprise. I love the music. I love the gameplay. love the fact that you don't run out of ammo. It was a great game. Uh, I'm going to say
2: that Rambo Three for the Genesis is a gem.
0: Nick, what would you think?
2: Yeah, you know, and and before I say what it is or what it's not, I, um, when we first talked about playing this game, I thought to myself, okay, this is the first one I'm going to say it's not a gym. It's a movie-based game. It's Rambo. It's got to be as bad as like Total Recall on the Nintendo or something <laughs> like you said in the intro, but but you know as, as I start Playing this, it started me that feel of Guerrilla War and Contra, but then it had even more depth than those two games. And I'm a huge Contra fan, for me to say that's a big deal. So yeah, absolutely. I think this is a gem. Never playing this game before, um, I, you know, I saw it on the store shelves before when I was a kid. Rental stores, I just never thought about picking it up. But uh, going back and playing it, I kind of wish I had. But uh, yeah, absolutely, a gem, a gem for Nick.
0: And for me, I mean, outside of having the you know fond childhood memories of killing Russians. Um this is the first movie-based game pretty much in the history of video games that was good, it was playable and I mean even if you remove the license it would still be a good game and uh, for me that that qualifies it as a gem.
1: Wait 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 wait. Uh, the first good movie game? What about uh, Bill and Ted's Awesome Adventure?
0: That wasn't. <laughs> Okay, I take that back. There was one good movie-based game before, but nobody got to play it because it was because it was pulled from the shelves before anybody had a chance. But the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the Atari 2600 is one of the few movie-based games and one of the few games, period, where you get to play as the bad
1: guy. And I remember um, the chainsaw noise actually being quite creepy. Yeah,
0: but yeah, the, the, this is the first. Uh, this is the first non-Atari-based game that was based on a movie that was good. So, still, it's a jump.
2: Yeah.
1: So, uh, so Derek, hey, what, what's the next game going to be?
0: Well, the next game is... Okay, and if you think you know what next week's game is, head over to our Facebook page facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast and give us your best guess. If you get it right, we'll mention you on the show next week. So guys, this has been a fun walk down memory lane. we are heading back to a wonderful time in the 80s when uh, Rambo uh, you know, was set loose upon the world.
1: <laughs> Derek, that was an excellent pick, man. Uh, appreciate you picking that game. That was a good one. Absolutely. Uh,
0: I promise I will um, not do better next time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, if if we don't start picking some bad games, the tail end of this podcast is going to be awful.
0: (laughs) Oh. All right, well, we'd like to thank everybody for listening to us ramble on about Rambo 3. It's been a lot of fun for us. Hopefully it's been a lot of fun for y'all. Nick, Rob, it's been a pleasure, and we will catch y'all next week.